Greetings fellow wanderers in the fourth dimension, you're listening to The Greatest Show in the Galaxy. I'm Mike, he's Rick, no Emma this week unfortunately. Um, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, we're not usually ones to talk about rumours on the podcast, and usually when we do, we just say it's like disregard as bollocks. And this one you can disregard <laughs> as bollocks generally. But, the Mirror, uh, a newspaper here in the United Kingdom for those of you outside of the country... Um, is, is newspaper an am well, I remembering right that one, that newspaper is it, you need quotes around it yeah <laughs> yeah um it, it's it's sort of it can be backup toilet paper um not as for bad those as of you sun. in the US you might hmm. think of the uh, the National Enquirer or that oh, it's, oh, it's not that bad oh really <laughs> it's not okay. no it's not that bad um National Enquirer is more sort of like our equivalent of the Daily Star but with more boobs ah okay. So kind of a sort of that sort of sort of thing. <laughs> but um, the Mirror had an article, I think, mostly on their website. And the headline, and I quote, Can Matt Smith be the first Doctor Who to regenerate as himself? Well, there's huge problems with that headline right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, it's called The Doctor. Right. Let's get that straight. So the article reads, and I quote, because there's not much to it, really. No, not really. Um, Matt Smith may be about to travel back in time to play Doctor Who again. Again, he's the Doctor. Uh, show boss Stephen Moffat has hinted Smith could be one of the first of 12 Doctors to return to the TARDIS after regenerating. Matt, who stars as Prince Philip in Netflix's big-budget royal drama The Crown in November, has made no secret of his desire to return, saying last year, they'll ask me back one day, won't they? Matt's success as Peter Capaldi has been tipped to bow out after the next series, currently being filled for release in 2017. And Moffat, who is leaving after his sixth season next year, has said Matt is, quote, quite open about how much he misses it and how much he wishes he hadn't left. Um, and now, you see, that part was news to me. I didn't realize mm. that, that Smith was, was regretting leaving. I, I think there's, um, certainly when I've seen him in interviews recently where he's talked about Doctor Who, there is definitely a hint of regret. And I think even, like, sort of thinking back when he was talking about leaving, there was a sense of, he kind of felt like he, I don't want to say he had to, but he kind of, like, wasn't happy, like, he, he wasn't 100% committed, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, at at the now, I, I may be getting my timelines mixed up, which mm. I suppose is appropriate given the subject matter here. Uh, uh, he left. We, we were still doing the Starbase when he left, and we talked about how uh, being the Doctor, especially nowadays, mm. is just it's like a twenty four seven gig, and it's got to be yeah. exhausting. Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I recall that you know there didn't seem to be a whole lot of. Gee, I'm sorry, but I gotta go. So much as, yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty. Fair. And also, he did want to like start off like a film career, and you know, he got as far as Terminator Genesis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, um, that you wasn't know, his plus, fault. Though. No, no. Well, I mean, I did see uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and he was he was great in that. I mean, oh, he was in that. Yes, there was this like a whole clip reel of it on YouTube where he's just eating like cake. And so it's just like, oh, fabulous cake. <laughs> it's just like that for about 12 minutes. It's great. I, I keep like, forgetting about that movie and, and it was everything I've heard about it. I was like, I, have you seen it? Um, it's okay. Yeah? Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. a movie. <laughs> it's the same opinion I have as Blade Runner. You know, it's a movie. It's fine. You know? 
Yeah, I, I, it, it's a, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's just sort of. I, th- I think there's a the the thing is a sense of definite sense of um, he kind of wished he hadn't left too soon, but also he did want to leave to like you know further his career, but it's kind of not really worked out all that well. Um, so I think this is kind of where it comes up. But that being said, there's really nothing in this article that suggests, you know, a a degeneration as it's being touted. Hmm. Well, as I as I recall the article, I don't have it. I I don't want to bring it up because every time I do, my my internet goes wonky. Yeah. Um. It started off just sort of sounding like. Oh yeah, he might come back and you know do do a a, a guest appearance as hmm. as the doctor, and then by the end of the article they were talking about Matt Smith, you know, the doctor regenerating after Capaldi leaves into Matt Smith for the first time ever, and that seemed like a bit of a leap. Well, it doesn't even say that. Um, basically, the last two paragraphs of it says Moffat admitted Matt's decision to leave three years ago was quote a tough time. He added, Matt, who was a friend and ally, was leaving. I couldn't get him to stay. It felt like everything was blowing up around me. So there's literally nothing in this article that even suggests that Peter Capaldi's 12th Doctor could then regenerate into the 13th Doctor, who was the 11th Doctor. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's, this, that's literally how much sense it makes. Yeah, yeah, and, it's almost math. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's odd because... When you think of like doctors regenerating in for familiar faces, there is kind of previous for it because um, Peter Davison obviously regenerated into Colin Baker, and Colin Baker had appeared in the show previously during Peter Davison's time. So there's kind of, a, and obviously you know Peter Capaldi also appeared in the Fires of Pompeii, mm-hmm. um, which was David Tennant's uh, Doctor. So there is kind of a precedent, but it's 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 not even entirely clear you know is this going to be the 12th doctor reverting into the 11th doctor or is it the 12th doctor regenerating into the 13th doctor who just happens to look like the 11th doctor and that's it's that's why it's literally sort of bullshit because <laughs> yeah. it's literally just pulling this out of thin air and normally like it, as i said at the top of the show this is not the sort of thing we normally discuss but it's kind of blown up on the intertubes and it's sort of it's weird to see how many people are sort of like going oh yeah you know i'd i'd love to him to come back and it's sort of like yeah i mean don't get me wrong i'd love to see him back yeah but, i wouldn't mind it yeah if it was if it was handled right yeah um, if it was a multi-doctor story yeah or I, I wouldn't even mind him coming back for a full season yeah if, if they if they wrote it properly it's just kind of yeah, this article leaps from yeah, Matt Smith wouldn't mind doing a you know coming back from time to time to Matt Smith is going to be the next Doctor and Capaldi hasn't even said he's leaving yet. Hmm. You know, and everyone's just assuming he's going to go when Moffat goes, but who knows? Yeah. He may be having a blast and and decides to stick around for ten years. He may turn into the next uh, Tom Baker. Hmm. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I mean, there's been nothing like set in stone. I think the whole thing about Capaldi might be leaving after his next series is more because of the sort of the three year rule that's sort of come up recently because uh David Tennant did three years, Matt Smith did three years. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the standard length of Doctor. 
Um, so I think Patrick Trout did three years as well as did Peter Davison and Sylvester yeah. McCoy as well. Actually, now that I think but Baker about. did what seven? So, yeah, but uh, Tom Baker did seven. Colin Baker got about one and a bit. Um, <laughs> Christopher Eccleston got about a few months. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Paul McGann got about two hours. <laughs> and actually, but he did Martin... get a really awesome short. Oh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so two hours and four minutes, and. <laughs> Um, oh, actually, William Hartnell did three. So three years is sort of like the standard length, shall we say, of like being the Doctor on television. So I think it's more that I think there was talk about Chris Chibnall, the uh, incoming showrunner, trying to keep hold of Peter Capaldi for um, his first series as the showrunner. I think just sort of like more for continuity. And I don't know whether uh, Chibnall kind of wants to like have some familiarity rather than have, like, the the effectively clean restart that Stephen Moffat had back yeah. when he started back in Series 5. Well, you know, the feeling I get from Capaldi is mm-hmm. is very different from uh, both Tennant and Smith, because Tennant, he kind of, he probably had the easiest job out of all the new Doctors, because, you know... Uh, um, Eccleston pretty much paved the way for a new Doctor, you know, the the new face of Doctor Who. Yeah. So he had that, and, you know, we all know how that went. We don't need to re- rehash that. Mm-hmm. And then Tennant came in and just sort of did what he wanted. He, there wasn't a whole lot of expectation on him. Yeah, he was a newcomer. Um, yeah, he, he was the new guy, and we were still sort of, at least over here in the States, mm-hmm. uh, especially because I was in Louisiana at the time where I wasn't getting any news. Um, <laughs> You know, it was just kind of like, whoa, I like that dude. Why did he leave? Okay, who's this guy? He's cool. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, then Smith came in, and Smith was young and energetic and had been a Doctor Who fan all his life. And so he was kind of the kid in the candy store. Mm. Uh, and, but, you know, there was, you know, there was a ton of pressure on him. Mm. You know, he was, he was kind of like the – everybody loved David Tennant. Yeah. The girls – were gaga about David Tennant, and oh. here comes Matt Smith mm-hmm. with his kind of Frankensteiny looks and, and <laughs> goofiness. Wow, <laughs> that was my first reaction Dude. when I saw Matt Swit- Smith. I was like, "All right, can we put some bolts in his neck?" I mean, I lo- I love Matt Smith. I would <laughs> love to hang out with the dude, but he was he's kind of goofy looking. Um, well, um, um, I can't disagree, <laughs> but you know, but there, there was a ton of pressure on him. Hmm. Uh, but he got amazing co-stars. Yeah. Uh, you know, Karen, you, you can't go wrong with Karen Gillan. And nope. as much as I'm not a huge Rory fan, um, help me on the, the dude's name. I keep forgetting it. Arthur Darvill. Arthur Darvill. You know, he, he did a great job, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think that the, 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 the Matt Smith years were some of the best Doctor Who ever. Mm. Um. But I, I'm not at all surprised he got burned out after three. Mm. And then Capaldi comes in, and he's a veteran performer. Mm-hmm. Smith has pretty much taken the, the, the brunt of the, the, uh, the almost the, the, the Beatles-esque screaming teenagers years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, after his first season of, all right, are we going to like this guy? Is he going to keep being an asshole? Is he going to lighten up? What's the deal? Uh, you know, and he finally in his second season when he became lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, now it just really seems to me like he's having a ball. 
Yeah. Like the the pressure is off of him. He couldn't give two shits about how well the series goes. You know, <laughs> he he's got a bank account. Mm. He, I'm sure he doesn't have to worry. And the minute he decides he's not the doctor anymore, I'm sure there are ten other shows lining up to to hire him. Oh yeah. So I could see him going. You know, a lot of people. Oh, he's older, so he can't take the pressure. I don't think there's any pressure on him at all. Oh no. I think he's just like, give me another electric guitar. Uh, <laughs> what what next? A Sonic's uh, cowboy hat? I don't give a shit. Let's just have fun. Mm-hmm. And so I could see Capaldi going for a long time. I could also see him leaving when Moffat does. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's it could be either way. Yeah. I would love to see more Capaldi. I love. You know, it was. I had the weirdest thing happen to me this morning. Right. Uh, my wife and I were at the grocery store. Yeah. And a guy walked. An old dude walked in, and I had the weirdest because. <laughs> At first glance, I was like, that's Peter Capaldi. No, it's not. (laughs) And then I had this thought of how do you – what if I were to go up to him and say, dude, you should so cosplay Peter Capaldi's doctor. And then the look on his face, absolute incomprehension Mm -hmm. would be priceless. Of course I didn't, but – No. Yeah, but I know what you mean though. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Honestly, I I, I, even if I asked Emma, I don't know if she could tell you what the latest is on Capaldi and him sticking around. I think he would like to try and do it as long as he possibly can. Um, but again, like we say, it's, you know, it's not just filming a few episodes and then that's it. You've got things like, I mean, especially since he started, you've got the world tours, you know, yeah, is is just before like series eight broadcasts, you know, you had him and Jenna Coleman going to like South Korea, Mexico, New York, yeah, literally around the world promoting Doctor Who. So that must, like, take its toll. I can't remember whether he did uh, San Diego Comic Con or not. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Like like you say, it's, it's so much more now than it used to be. You yeah, know, oh, yeah. Uh, um, you know, times where, you know, back in Tom Baker's day, you probably have to, like, open the exhibition at Longleat or whatever. But that, and that was it. I was doing a few television interviews. It wasn't to the sheer magnitude that it is today. So, you know, if, if he sort of, like, decides after Series 10, like, okay, I'm good, then I'm not going to, like, fault him for doing that at all. Because it's, it's just... It's just so much. And it, you yeah, know, oh, yeah. You know, he, the, he's also, like, a writer. And I think he's even, like, directed something. Um, so, you know, he might want to, like, take time away and do that instead. So... You know, but it's 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 literally, literally sort of like nobody knows. Right? Well, wasn't now. there recently? Hmm? And I I wish I could. I don't even remember where I saw it. Wasn't there recently some story about him going either running into some some uh, a you know a child on the street or going to a hospital or something as the doctor and and just uh you know it was a a terminal patient or a dying child or a, a you know it was you know something something along those lines where where he just went and was com- was in character the whole time and was and was the doctor and and cheered up some horribly ill person and, and I, I wish i could remember the story because i'm terribly i'm not doing it any justice at all mm. but he, that's yeah he just did it, that it, a lot. yeah um yeah. It, it was, uh, I think it was at um, the Doctor Who exhibition in Cardiff. He showed. I think it was when it was the show's tenth anniversary of it, like returning. He showed up in character as the Doctor and uh, did things with the kids there. Um, but it's it's it, yeah, he does do that uh, quite a bit. 
So, but yeah, but I, I think that the a lot of people think that because he's older, he doesn't have the energy for it. I think it's just the opposite. I think mm-hmm. being a veteran of the biz, as it were, uh, yeah. I think he can handle it a whole lot better than than maybe the last four people have been able to. Mm. Um, but you know, this is all speculation. Uh, yeah. I I would I love Capaldi. I think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I'm on the record as saying his first season was a little uneven, but his second season was great. The mm-hmm. ending of it was heartbreaking. It was fantastic, yeah. and now he's got a brand new companion to play with who looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I if I were Capaldi, I would be excited about what's coming up. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think he's so game to keep going it's it's you know it the the will's there but is the body yeah well. that's that's probably going to be the um that's probably going to be the 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 long and short of it all but um yeah so anyway now this whole matt smith thing uh regenerating is probably bollocks <laughs> <laughs> i mean i would love to see some sort of i mean it, it's a it's a time travel show mm. and they don't always use that aspect as much as they could i think mm. uh well, it's not for lack of Moffat trying. <laughs> well, yeah, it it just it, it. I know with time travel, it can be dicey because mm. you know ultimately, if you can go back in time to a point when something is happening and things don't go right, you should be able to go back to two seconds before that point and try again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they you know you have to come up with a lot of reasons why you can't keep doing that, otherwise your show isn't going to happen. Exactly. Yes. Um, so you know, and and despite using words like canon mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know and speaking as a star trek fan yeah. uh you know we we get into that stupidity a lot uh yeah. you know, doctor who has never really overly sweated the details oh no and and i think that's one of the reasons i love it is because yes we can get into we can start dissecting doctor who down to the the minutiae but ultimately if the writers go, eh, fuck it, we're going to do what we want, mm-hmm. they do that. Because Doctor yeah. Who is not science fiction. It's fantasy. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It gets dark and it gets serious and it gets scary. Sure. Yeah. It, that's one of the reasons this show is still around 50 years later mm. is because it, we love what it does and we love where they go with it. And we don't care that, you know, personally, I, I'm kind of shocked at how much hand-wringing there was over the 13 regenerations thing. Mm. Um, I'm glad, I, you know, I'm glad I like, well, I don't want to say I like the way they dealt with it. Cause it really felt like, all right, you do this. Okay. It's done. Great. Uh, <laughs> it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I kind of wish they had just either just forgotten about it or maybe when he, he regenerates again, I thought you only had 13. Yeah. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like even then it's sort of, well, it's the first time on screen that it happened because there has been talk um, back in the Five Doctors um, when they send the Master to help the Doctor. They say, we'll give you a brand new regeneration cycle. So it can be done. It's just that's oh, okay. the first time it's happened. Um, yeah, it just it just seemed really out of left field. You know, it just, hmm. it just uh, Clara going, you give him more lives. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> you know what it what would be interesting is i have noticed yeah. you know i i have you know we're in our in our summer break here at uh, at work i'm, I'm a college teacher if y'all mm. don't know 
uh, university uh, for those of you over there in England. Um, but during the Matt Smith te- uh, and David Tennant eras, mm-hmm. uh, I heard a lot of screaming young girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anytime you'd mention, doc- mention Doctor Who, ah! I mean, um, literally, I am not exaggerating. Mm. You mentioned Doctor Who around them during, especially during David Tennant, uh, but Matt Smith as well, to a, to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. And there was there was a lot of squeeing, and uh, it was you know it was almost like you know if if they could throw their panties at him, they probably would have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> since since Capaldi has taken over, not so much. I've heard a lot of hey, did you see last night's Doctor Who? Um, no, no, I gotta catch up. Hmm. Um. So, and and the fact that we're on our summer break right now, when this news, this news, quote unquote, air yeah. quotes, uh, broke, uh, I haven't heard the response <laughs> yet. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to get any traction over here. Mm. Uh, but <sighs> I, I think that the the. If, if my little microcosm of the U.S. is any indication, mm-hmm. the the uh, the the teenage girl aspect of of Doctor Who fandom has kind of waned a little bit since Capaldi came in. Mm. So maybe teasing that Matt Smith might come back might be a little bit of a, a an intentional quote unquote leak. Hmm. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh... Like I say, I'm I'm very sort of like, I very much doubt that he'll return full time as the Doctor. I just don't think they'll do that. I'd be very very shocked if they did that. Yeah. To be honest. Me too. Yeah. Um, and I'd probably go, what the hell? Um, but um, yeah. But like I say, I wouldn't mind him back. Like even if they get him back for a full series, like it's just eleven and twelve knocking about and. Having that adventures. would be sweet. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be too cool. Or, or you know, even like get like have uh, Peter Capaldi and get Paul McGann back and give him like a proper like series as like, co-star. You, you know what? Mm. L- let me tell you about Paul McGann. Yeah. I was so depressed when y'all did your show about the the the, the Doctor Who movie that he was in. Mm-hmm. Because I loved him in what was it, the Night of the Doctor? Was that what that yeah. one was called? Yeah. I, I I was like, this dude is awesome. I want to watch his stuff. And then I found out what he was in. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, but he. I would love to see him come back for some more. Well, he's he's done some cracking work with the Big Finish audio plays. You know, he's he's that's where his Eighth Doctor's really cemented himself. It's through the audio plays with Big Finish, mm. because he's had that many of them, and I think they're still going to this day. Um, so I, I think, but I think a lot of like the Doctor Who fans who want McGann back have heard the Big Finish audios, and they know, and they were disappointed with the TV movie, and, he kn- and they know he could do so much better. I mean, it's not his fault that the TV movie turned out the way it was. No, um, you know, and I think I think as I remember saying, um, it could have turned out a lot worse. Actually, it could have had a rapping TARDIS console. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's I think that's why people are so clamoring for Paul McGann back was because, you know, Night of the Doctor was brilliant and he acted his socks off in that. And, uh, you know, obviously his experience he's built up 
from doing the big finish. And I think it's just it just seems so wasted. You know what I mean? It's like the oh, yeah. potential is so there. And I think that's why a lot of people want him back. Just just even if it's just like for one one of the like multi doctor story. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I think that what we're see what we've seen with Capaldi, uh, as opposed to and you know, and no slight on David Tennant or Matt Smith. They were mm. they were awesome. I mean, I was glued to my screen every week. Um but the the doctor is supposed to be you know hundreds of years old. Mm. I, I, I guess we we established he was a th- almost a thousand years old with Matt Smith's departure. Yeah, which seemed a little uh, not enough, but whatever. <laughs> um, I think you putting younger actors in there mm. as the doctor it made sense from a marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. but having an older actor who's got some life experience under their belt mm-hmm. and you know it's it's all about the eyes it's all about the eyebrows the, <laughs> well <yeah. laughs> it, it's all you know Tennant and Smith both were really good at the light fluffy happy silly manic mm-hmm. whatever um Tennant I never really bought it when he got angry Matt Smith was really great when he got into the don't fuck with this planet yeah um but I think, like, Capaldi, because he's got so much life experience behind him, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to work so hard at it, and it feels more natural. Yeah. And I think that's why older actors are probably better to play the Doctor mm. from, from, a, from a, a performance standpoint. Mm. From, you know, from a, hey, we want the teenage girls to tune in or, or the teenage guys, whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, I could see why... They would want younger, prettier actors, but mm-hmm. I think Capaldi is just awesome. And if you know, if Smith came back, I would love to. See, it would be great if it was the both of them, or like you said, several of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that I would particularly dig a full season of Matt Smith again. I w- I, I like them going back to the the Doctor is the old guy and let let the companions be the young ones. Mm. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Because I mean, that's kind of what this article quote-unquote article <laughs> is kind of hinting at but like i say there's there's not there's no substance to it there's, there's, there's no there's literally no substance to it i can't like I, yeah. I don't know how else to put it you know there's literally nothing in what i've quoted there that says oh we're gonna bring matt smith back as the doctor and just have peter capaldi regenerate back into him it's like that doesn't it doesn't. It makes no sense. I mean, I think there's a a couple of stories in the comic books where the Doctor started like going back to his previous lives because of some sort of timey wimey event. But I don't. <laughs> I don't. I I don't see like how they could sort of quote unquote justify it, like in in universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. So like obviously you know Peter Capaldi's twelfth Doctor. You know, he has the bit in deep breath where he says, you know, why this face? Why did, why did I make myself wear this face? And we sort of, like, got the answer um, back in, in The Girl Who Died. Yeah. And which was, which was okay, fair enough. But then why would you then go, like, why, why, why would he regenerate into a previous version of himself, if that makes sense? Like, what, what would he be telling himself then? Like, is he... Does he need to like try and lighten up more, or you know, are bow ties still cool? I mean, 
that's like I, I literally can't think of a good reason why bring Matt Smith back in that way. Yeah, because it would in, it would indicate that there was something unfinished, and yeah. it was really clear that Matt Smith's doctor finished everything he needed to do. Mm. Uh, if anything, they they you know took it a little too far. Yeah, uh, you know, with that the the you know handles and and hey, I, 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 I no no I love handles. I just, that episode. <laughs> I, I never really got why staying on Transalore that, that it was Transalore, right? Yeah, Transalore. Yeah, yeah. Why staying there for eight hundred years or whatever? What he was doing <laughs> that yeah. I maybe I need to watch it again, but I I never did quite get why him being there. St- and them sending wooden Cybermen, and I, it just—I don't know. Uh, but th- there certainly wasn't a feeling of things left unfinished <laughs> before he regenerated. Yeah, I think I think the whole thing I'm saying on Trenzalore is because although the Doctor is usually the type to go, you know, screw destiny, I'll do what I want. I think sometimes he feels beholden to it. So that, and it was always said that the Eleventh Doctor would fall uh, during the siege of Trenzalore. You know, as it was back in Name of the Doctor, which is like the series seven finale. So I think it's it's sort of like, and he's been like trying to run away from it ever since. So I think it's it's time. He feels like it's time to finally, like, you know, face it. Yeah, it just it just. Yeah, no, no, you it, mean I know what you mean though. It's it's not really. It well, it felt like okay. We said this has to happen, so mm-hmm. now it's happening. But we really didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think sort of like Name of the Doctor sort of like had it so um, like he didn't get his regeneration. Obviously, with his new regeneration cycle, that the ending of that story sort of like gets twisted now. So it's it kind of gets retconned slightly because um, yeah. obviously in Name of the Doctor, the Doctor died. Like that, that was it. That was his final life end of um obviously in uh time of the doctor he got his new regeneration cycle um so but yeah he kind of like had all of his loose ends wrapped up more or less you know um the, oh i just ha- i just had a thought what's that oh, oh. I, I don't i don't think for a minute they'll go this way but okay <laughs> what if right peter capaldi's doctor Runs yeah. into Matt Smith playing somebody else. Ew, weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like he becomes a, a a companion for a while. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be weird, man. I, I'm not. I'm trying to think of. Is there any sort of like? Pre- no, there isn't any previous that. The only th- thing that's slightly. No, not even that. Even I was going to say Jackson Lake in the next Doctor, but not even that. Um, yeah, that that would <laughs> yeah. That's, I think you've broken the podcast, dude. <laughs> I think we should have to end it now. That's it. No more pretty show in the galaxy. That's it. I'm sorry, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't. I, it's straight but Well, then again, you know, you did have Colin Baker back in Peter Davison's time playing in a different Time Lord. He played uh, Maxwell, who was I think one of the. It was like the Castellan of uh, Gallifrey was like chief of security, effectively. Um, so, 
Yeah, you could have him playing somebody else, but I think it would be a bit too like, like why is it the 11th Doctor, but he's not the 11th Doctor? Yeah. <laughs> this is Wayne's basement, but this isn't Wayne's basement. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the mirror's full of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think we'll... I, I, aside, I, you know, maybe if they do a multiple Doctors thing or some yeah. sort of timey-wimey thing uh, with Matt Smith coming back for a one-off, but, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going to see... Matt Smith coming back to play the Doctor for a whole season. Yeah, and I think if you if you did, it, it would be more in the vein of, I mean, I don't, I doubt they'd even do this, but um, like have it as like a series, sort of like set in between some of Matt Smith's series. Do you know what I mean? So like you know, like between mm-hmm. series five and six is like a this a prequel sort of thing. Yes, yeah, sort yeah. of. Ooh, sort I don't of. like that at all. No. <laughs> No, I think I think if anything, it's gonna be multi-doctor, and that's that's your loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know Tennant's up for it because he he'll he'll come back at the at a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be very surprised if uh, we didn't get something like that. Actually, you'll never get Eccleston back though. They they came they came close. They did try. They did yeah. try. Um, you know, Moffat nearly had him, but you know. But I, I then again. I can't blame him. If he doesn't want to do it, can't force him. Yeah, yeah. I, he, have he, you ever heard... Has there ever been any specifics about what what went wrong? I don't... This, nev, not really specifics as such, but very much rumours. Like, I think... Eccleston, there's one tale where it says Eccleston wasn't too keen on one of the directors. I think it was the director who did maybe like the first two episodes... Of his series, like it was very sort of rude and disrespectful to the actors, and that and Eccleston didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether there was any tensions between him and this is sort of this is more like Emma's wheelhouse, She's, yeah, because obviously she and Chuck are more in the know than I am. But I, I don't think there's anything been ever solidly confirmed, and I think it'll be a long, long time before we ever find out for certain. What, what the deal was there and to be honest even if there wasn't those sort of problems I don't think Eccleston would have stuck around anyway because he's he's one of those actors who never likes to stay stuck to one particular thing he likes to keep you know doing different things and all sorts that's why I don't think he's never, he's never really done much in the way of like a, like a full television series like from start to finish hmm um, off the top of my head anyway but you know he's been in like bit parts in movies so it was like obviously he was in um, 28 Days Later um, things like that yeah I think he's just like one of those actors who just likes to like flick from role to role and not gets he doesn't want to be typecast has he has he done anything since uh, Thor 2? <laughs> um, off the top of my head I'm not entirely <laughs> sure Uh He's Let the me... Denise Crosby of the of the Doctor Who universe. Oh dear! <laughs> I, I'm going to have a look real quick. Okay. Uh, recent works. Um, he is in the HBO drama series The Leftovers, playing the Reverend Matt Jameson. Uh, okay. That's kind of it. Really, like even then, it's just like a few episodes of stuff here and there. It's not nothing cemented. 
You know, I've I've kind of sided with him through all the rumors and 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 half stories we've heard of this, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of getting the feeling he's a bit of a diva. <laughs> um, I don't know about diva necessarily, but I think he's he's a very principled sort of guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you, if you do anything to like mess with his sort of like principles and scruples, that you're going to have a bad time. Um, but I, I think, no, I think it's just one of those things like he just likes to do his own thing. You know? I, th- I think that's mm. the long and short of it all. And I think that's probably why some people might say, you know, oh, he's a bit of a deal because he doesn't like to like stick around. But I think it's just, he just wants the variety, you know? I guess. He sort of reminds me of uh, early Nimoy. Um mm. If you've ever read uh, I Am Not Spock, mm-hmm. uh, or and then the later book, I Am Spock. Um, <laughs> and then I Am Maybe Spock, <laughs> depending on which day of the week it is. Um, Nimoy had struggled a lot with mm. uh, what he used to call uh, working just to work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, didn't, didn't like just working for a paycheck he he wanted mm. to stretch himself as an actor yeah and it wasn't until later in life that he realized that's bullshit uh you know <laughs> star trek is my my meal ticket and i'd better accept this shit yeah. <laughs> so maybe chris eccleston will come around eventually but yeah um, yeah but then again i he, he he wasn't in like doctor who that long enough to i don't think really form that sort of attachment i mean he does still speak fondly of the show you know, I don't think he regrets his time. I never heard him say, oh, that was bullshit. I'm never doing that ever again. He's not like, he's not like completely closed off to the idea of returning, but I think he's, I think he just got burned. And it's, yeah. and if, and sometimes when like people like him sort of get burned by an experience, it does take them a long time for them to sort of come back around to it. So, you know, never say never ever, but. Wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. I think. Now I have been. This is this is kind of tangential, mm. um, but I have been enjoying a show that has two connections to the Doctor Who universe. Mm. Um, have you been watch? Have you watched Penny Dreadful at all? I haven't. I have. Heard, I've heard tell of this uh, strange beast. <laughs> uh, it's got Timothy Dalton. Mm. Who uh, now? Uh, okay. He he played Rassilon, right? Yes, he was okay. Rassilon in End of Time. Okay, I, I I often get Dalton and Pierce Brosnan mixed up, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm very surprised that when Rassilon came back at the end of the last series, he wasn't Pierce Brosnan. That would have been yeah, hilarious. Was, my wife and I were both stunned that it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still I still like the the Rassilon in that one because he was just he was so defanged. You know, yeah. he definitely had the bluster of a man like I was in charge here, but you're all just like not paying attention. It's not fair. <laughs> um, but Penny Penny Dreadful, if folks, if you're not familiar with it, is a mm. Showtime show that uh, it's it's very much a gothic horror mm. uh, series. And uh, if you are uh, one who is frightened. <laughs> rather easily like i am <laughs> if you listen to the little pot of horrors you i'm gonna you... let you say that <laughs> um it's not something to watch uh at midnight if you're home alone mm. <laughs> uh but mm. it it features uh timothy dalton rather prominently and mm. he's amazing and also billy piper 
Yes, that's very true. Now, I would like to tell you all that you, you see Billy Piper in the all together, but not really. Yeah. Body doubles going on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but she's she's she plays kind of two characters to say anymore is a bit of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I adored Billy Piper yeah. as Rose. Um, it, it wasn't until after she was gone from the show that I found out that she was even a pop star and that there was some kind of, you know, Britney Spears-esque dislike of her. Yeah, she had a bit of a weird time between her short-lived pop career and joining Doctor Who. Um, how familiar are you with a DJ called Chris Evans? He's not um, the guy that plays. No, not 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 <laughs> no. Captain America. Not him. No. Um, Chris Evans is a radio DJ here in the UK. He's mostly yeah. He um, mostly done like Radio One, Radio Two. Um, he was also like the host of the latest series of Top Gear with uh, Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Um, he and Billy Piper, who was about seventeen, eighteen at the time, and he was about thirty odd. Um, had this uh, whirlwind romance, I would say. And by whirlwind, I mean, like, a lot of drink. And they ended up getting married, and it's like he proposed to her with, like, a, this, I think it was, like, a Jaguar full of, like, roses and stuff. <laughs> it was all very, very weird. And then they sort of, like, realised what they did, and then they sort of, like, divorced. <laughs> it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre and very sort of alcohol-fueled, as I say. It was most mostly so like that was the the big thing, like how completely on a massive, like years long bender they both were on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was interesting. So, I mean, like it's like me and Emma said when we did. Um, I think it was like the top fifty. It was one of Den- one of the Denner Geek lists. Um, and we were like controversies of Doctor Who, and mm-hmm. like Billy Piper was like up the top, and that was like quite accurate for that point in time. We were sort of like Billy Piper, what the 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 the, the pop singer, Do, she can act, and she <laughs> and she was, I think she was straight stage trained. Actually, oh, she's amazing. Yeah, she's incredible. I, you know, when I heard that she was in the show, mm. uh, you know, I heard a lot of people talked about uh, Penny Dreadful. Yeah, and. You know, I'm not that into horror, but, mm. uh, you know, I'm willing to give just, you know, most things a, a chance, um, especially when people were telling me about it. It it beautifully weaves together this kind of gothic horror universe where you've got the Frankenstein tale, because Dr. Frankenstein and his creations are main, uh, main characters. Mm. Uh, you've got the Dracula story, uh, the, the, the original Dracula story from the book. Yeah. Um, and um, the picture of Dorian Gray, portrait mm-hmm. of Dorian Gray, whatever. Uh, Dorian Gray is a main character. Yeah. Um, and unlike the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie, right. which put yeah. all this shit together really clumsily. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I, and I'm not talking about the comics. I haven't read the comics. I understand they're a lot better. Mm. Um, this is an incredibly, uh, an incredibly organic weaving together of these Hollywood myths and tropes there's also the wolfman involved mm-hmm. um and it all takes place in like eight late 1800s london yeah uh and it's it's marvelous mm. and timothy dalton 
is just incredible. I had no idea how subtle this guy could be. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I fell in love with Timothy Dalton back during when he was in Flash Gordon. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. that is not a good movie, but no. he played Prince Baron, and he was, you know, very much the Errol Flynn character. And mm-hmm. I even tried, my first mustache I ever tried to grow <laughs> was that pencil-thin mustache oh. that he had. And wow. <laughs> that's when I discovered that that doesn't work when you're blonde. No. <laughs> um, and and he he's just amazing. Billy Piper, mm-hmm. uh, he, like I said, she's kind of playing two different characters, and they are like night and day as far as opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. And her, uh, I you know I can't say too much without spoiling, yeah. but she is absolutely incredible. Mm. I mean. Yes, if you want to turn, if you want to tune in because there's a chance you might see her naked, all right, go for it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll tell you this: during the first season, she was pregnant, <laughs> so I know that the naked people you see from behind that are supposed to be her is not her. Yeah. Um, but uh, it doesn't matter. It, the, the, you know, if if you want to think of Billy Piper as just being you know a set of tits, fine, whatever. I'm not talking to you. Um, <laughs> She her her acting chops are unbelievable, mm. uh, and I you know I loved her in Doctor Who. I loved Rose. I cried <laughs> when when the, the the barrier between the two universes. It was just oh, I love it. Um, yeah. So it, yeah. it watch that, Penny Dreadful. It's amazing. Mm. Mm, I'll have to check that out sometime. Actually, when I get a chance. I don't know. I'm not sure where it's like broadcast here in the UK though. I don't have like I, yeah. Satellite. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It might be on iTunes. I might, I might see if we can see it on iTunes. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it Netflix has it, but we actually have to get it on DVD from Netflix. They're not even yeah. streaming. Hmm. Um. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm surprised they still do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a thing. You know. We're, actually, we are we're about to to pull the trigger on subscribing to Showtime through Amazon. All right. Because. Otherwise, we have to wait till the se- the the season's over before they put it out on DVD to get season three, and we're like, "Fuck that! We want more now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Bill. Uh, well, Pierce, uh, uh, Timothy Dalton, and and uh, and Billy Piper mm. are they are and oh, and I, I haven't even mentioned the best part of the show. They're not even the best part of the show. They're mm. they're fantastic. But uh, Eva Green, mm. if you're familiar with her from. Uh, Casino Royale, mm-hmm. but she's she's been around forever. You know, she's stunningly gorgeous and just an amazing actress. She is the pretty much the lead of the show, and damn, they put her through the ringer on this show. <laughs> uh, she, and <laughs> uh, it, it's amazing. It, it's scary. It's very scary. Mm. Um, it can be gory at times. So if you if you know, if that's not your thing, then, you know, you, you might want to stay away from it. But mm. it's certainly not Game of Thrones level of <laughs> of of horribleness. Yeah. Uh, but there there's there there yeah, it, it, it's quite it's quite the horror show. Yes. And, but I'm I'm we're loving it. My wife and I are loving it. Cool. Um and the whole Matt Smith thing's bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say for an auto that's complete arse. We have gone for about like 40 minutes here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> um, so, you know, a big shout out to Emma. Obviously, she couldn't be here um, 
her mother-in-law's not very well at the minute so you know thoughts and prayers and all that uh, we love you Amalu yes I hope we'll hear again from you soon well I hope so because I don't know who else is going to talk about the stones of blood with me <laughs> um, so uh, if you have any sort of particular thoughts about the whole Matt Smith coming back as the unregenerated regenerated maybe I don't know quite 13th not quite 11th maybe he's the 11th <laughs> who knows bullshit um, my brain you... hurts yeah. <laughs> I'd like to meet someone <laughs> with superior intelligence. <laughs> um, what was he saying? Oh, yes, you can email us at greatershowtimesyndicated.com. <laughs> uh, we have our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. We have our Twitter account at greatershowpod. Uh, whilst you're on Simply Syndicated, do check out all the other great shows, including many that uh, Rick is on, that podcasting hall, including... <laughs> Including Simply Syndicated Movie News, The Seventh Chevron, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ray Guns and Go-Go Boots. Hopefully there'll be uh, more of that sometime. Hint, hint. We, we're, we are working. Our next one is going to be the original Battlestar Galactica, and we're working Ooh. on it right now. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, you can, that's an exclusive. <laughs> nice. That, that should be fun. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm still waiting for you to do Thunderbirds. Ooh. I, I, would, I would be down for a Thunderbirds. Oh, we have show. got to do Thunderbirds. Yes, yes, yes. It, it's it's amazing to like watch like spot the padding in the first few shows because I think the story goes that they were supposed to be like thirty minutes, but then Lou Grade, like the head of ITC, um, came back from the states when he was going to visit. And he says, "Right, I've seen the future of television. The forty-five minute shows." Pad them out. It was like, oh <laughs> shit, what do we do? That's why you have so many episodes like where you know. Whoever's you know responding to the disaster first, trying to do it themselves, and they go, "Well, shit, that didn't work. Let's call international rescue." <laughs> <laughs> have Have you seen any of the new Thunderbirds? It's pretty good. Yeah, I it's not bad. Say, it's not bad. And I, I, I thought when it was like cut down to twenty five minutes, I thought mm, I don't know, but it, it, it does it. It does all right. I I like how it's. It's CGI, but they they've kind of kept the flavor of the of the uh, super marionation. Yeah, all the, of the original, all the um, like the background stuff are, are practical models. Yeah, it's, it's just like the Thunderbirds themselves and the Tracy Brothers who are all CG. Yeah, it's quite interesting to do in that way. Um, and I have to say that the the new Thunderbird too does look pretty smashing. I have to say. Yeah, you know it's funny when I was a when I was a little kid, like like three four years old, my mm-hmm. brother and I used to play Thunderbirds. Yeah. I remember sitting. Uh, we we lived in a in a housing development, and I remember sitting on the front stoop of one building, and I was Thunderbird one, and my brother was always Thunderbird two. And uh, well, he had, know, he got he got the best one. Uh, I was like Thunderbird, Thunderbird one. Th- yeah. Thunderbird, no, Thunderbird, Thunderbird two. Thunderbird one is a rocket, dude. It could go into space. And, uh... Th- Thunderbird one's a reconnaissance. Thunderbird two is where it's at, dude. Thunderbird two's a trash Thund- hauler. Thund- <laughs> Thunderbird two gets the ship that they need. You know what's Scott Tracy gonna do with his little sort of remote station? It's just like, well, I'm just coordinating things. Oh no, here comes Virgil. He's got like the mole. You know, this shit that's actually to get people saved. You know. I, I think if we if we do do the Thunderbirds, uh, we will definitely have you on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I might just hold you to that. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, uh, we're signing Doctor off. Who, yeah. Yes. Um, um, yes, <laughs> we do... <laughs>
Synthetic Syndicate does need your support. Uh, we do have our store where you can buy shirts and merch and things and mouse pads, if you so wish. Um, we do have our Patreon. Mouse Great pads. start! Yes! <laughs> People still use mouse. Mouse is... is, is, is. Anyway, mice. Mices. 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 Mises. <laughs> Mises to pieces. Um, and we do have... them. Yes. And uh, we do have our Patreon uh, as well, and Simply Everything, where you can listen to Simply Everything that Simply Syndicate has ever produced. Yeah, I stole that line from you. And um, <laughs> uh, and also a PayPal, where if you just feel like a generous soul, you can just chuck a couple of quid our way. We would be very grateful of your support. So, with that being said, thank you very much, Rick. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on. And until next time, thank you and goodbye. Are you my mummy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no.